everyone. Welcome to Talks with Aaron. What's up, guys? This is episode 11 of my podcast. Um, I think it's 11, anyway. Maybe 11 or 12. I don't know. Um, but my guest today is Britt Wiesel. We went to middle school and high school together. She's honestly really awesome. I asked her to be a part of this podcast because she's been doing so much awesome things in life that, like, I just want to talk to her about it. It's just so cool. Um, we actually seen each other, I think, two months ago now. Um, I had did a, uh, three-week BC road trip with my roommate, and I knew that Brittany was on the west coast somewhere. I don't know exactly where, but I had messaged her and I asked her about it, and she said that she was living in Tofino. And we had uh, already planned on going to Tofino for a few days to go surfing and stuff. So, um, yeah, we were planning on getting together. And when I got there, she told us that she was a surfing instructor and to uh, go to the place where she works and to book her for the next day. So we were like, okay, sure. So we booked it and yeah, she was my surfing instructor for three hours. I ended up standing on the board for two or three times now, like only for like 10 seconds, but still. (laughs) Um, Yeah, thank you, Britt, for being our instructor. You were awesome. If you guys uh, end up going to Tofino, uh, get her as your instructor. So let's give her a call and see what she's up to. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Just give me one okay, sec. Cool. I'll put up the volume. There we go. Okay, so I have my earphones in, so I was like, I'm not sure they'll hear me, but <laughs> should no, it's be fun. good. <laughs> How's it going? Good, you? Good. I'm, like, kind of tired. I'm, I just woke up, actually, like, when you texted me, I was just waking up. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm going to podcast today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually I was actually saying in the intro that we had seen each other two months ago and that you were my surfing instructor. Isn't that so yeah. weird? That like know, we went like... to school our whole lives together and then like I end up in Tofino and you're there and you're like, Oh, have me as your surfing instructor and I was like, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was in the water. I was like, Jerry, think in high school that I'd be teaching you how to surf. <laughs> so funny. No, I did not that think awesome. that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. How um, are you liking so Tofino, though? Um, I'm liking it a lot, actually. I really don't want to leave. I think that, like, probably the best place to be right now with everything going on. Um, yeah, we don't really, like, feel the effects of COVID here because it's so crazy busy all the time. There's, like, millions of tourists every day. Um, yeah, it's a really good place to be right now. Hmm, that's awesome, though, that you're enjoying yeah. yourself, at least, too. Yeah, yeah, it's so nice because, like, it's nice out pretty much every day. And then, you know, there's no snow. Like, right now, oh I think God, it's 10 I degrees wish. and sunny. And, yeah, it's really good. It's like a snowstorm here right now. Are you in Calgary? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, you might hear, like, the water and the waves and stuff, so I'm sitting beside the water. You might hear boats and float planes, okay? Just letting you know. Okay. <laughs> You're like, what is that noise? Because <laughs> I'm, like, on the edge of the water right now. <laughs> oh, that must be um, so nice. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice day today. Um, but, yeah, you made it back to Calgary? Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what we did after Tofino, but... Uh... You went to... You pull it? No. Kamloops. Oh, Kamloops, yeah. For, like, two days. Oh, yeah, and then we went to Jasper for, like, three days Oh, so nice. Yeah. Did you go in the Columbian ice fields? Yeah. Um, But, unfortunately, there was, like, those um, forest fires, so it was super smoky the rest of our trip, so we we couldn't see, like, any mountains or anything. (laughs) That happened to me the first time I crossed the country. Um, I was, like, so stoked for it. And then the day that I leave, there starts, like, there was so much smoke in the air. You couldn't see anything. And then I drove from Vancouver all the way to Calgary, and there was smoke. I didn't see any of the mountains. But it was kind of cool because then I drove back across the country, and I was, like, seeing it for the first time, which was pretty cool. Damn. Yeah. 
I feel so uh, bad for people who haven't been to the West Coast yet. <laughs> I know, it's such a like hidden gem, you know, like not a hidden gem, but a lot of people, you know, think of traveling other places, but if you just travel your own country, there's actually so much to see. Yeah, and it's not even that far. Like, okay, it's actually really expensive to fly because I checked during Christmas how much it would cost me to fly back home, and it's mm-hmm. like 800, 900 bucks. <laughs> Really? Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. Oh, I was looking at the flights yesterday and it's three hundred and eighty seven. From Tofino? So, um, no from Nanaimo. So I just have to drive down a little bit on the island. Damn. Um, yeah, I always fly with Flare Air, like not this time around because I think they're not operating during COVID, but normally I fly with Flare Air and it's one seventy nine Toronto to Vancouver. So it's pretty good. What? That's actually so yeah. good. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes, like, I'll go Timmins to Toronto with Porter. Sorry, there's a seaplane landing. Just give me a second. I was in that plane yesterday, actually. So cool. Okay. Um, so, yes, I fly Timmins to Toronto with Porter because it's normally cheaper than Air Canada. And then I'll just switch to the other airport. So, from Pearson, uh, no, from Porter to Pearson. Then I go Pearson to Vancouver for 179 So it ends up being like sometimes under 300 bucks for me to travel. Holy shit. Maybe I have to look at other yeah. airlines because I was just looking at Air Canada. So Yeah, I never book straight off of Air Canada. It's always like way more expensive. Um, I either go on Google Flights. Normally it's pretty good. You can see like what days are cheaper. Um, or sometimes Skyscanner, but not too often, actually. I usually use Google Flights. Okay, I'll have to do that. Yeah, yeah, look into that. I actually saw one from Calgary back to Timmins for, like, 300 bucks. Because I was thinking of going to, like, um, Revelstoke with one of my friends. Okay. For a little bit before heading home, but I don't know. Revelstoke to Calgary, it's pretty far, and I don't know if I'll have a ride, so... Well, if you end up in Calgary, you can always stay at my place. Ooh. I didn't think about that. Oh, cool. Thank you. I'll let <laughs> no you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to go skiing and stuff. I have some friends moving from Tofino to Revelstoke. Um, like, you could come for the drive. I'm like, oh, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, we were yeah. there for uh, that roller coaster there. That was awesome. Oh. Yeah, it's like in the forest, right? Yeah, and like an awesome view so of the cool. mountains and stuff, and you control your own speed. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> that was really cool. Uh, I think there was one like that in Montchamblain. I feel like I've done it, no, it was some ski resort in Ontario. I've did something like that before. Oh, shit. That's yeah. awesome. It's pretty cool. They have one in Switzerland, too, and it looks sick. I don't know if you ever saw the video. No, I don't think I have. But I want to go skydiving there, like in the mountains. In Switzerland? Yeah. Yeah, Switzerland's really cool, the mountains up there. Um, if you go, go to Appenzell. Really cool. Okay. That's where I went. It's like the Appenzell Alps. Um, yeah, they're like a really kind of like laid back community. And they still, like it's really old school. They still vote by, like everybody gathers at this square. And they still do the vote by lifting up their hand to like who wants to what it's really weird damn yeah it's a cool place though and they make really good chocolate (laughs) (laughs) um so how many countries have you been to so far uh i think 24 i'm not really sure jesus i think i think so oh my god i wish and what's like the best country you've been surfing to Oh, God, that's hard. All the ways are different. I mean, like, probably the best surf spot is Hawaii. I mean, it's, like, world-class surfing there. But when I was in Hawaii, I was the biggest kook. I did not know what I was doing. So, (laughs) I mean, I don't think it really counts. Um, But I'm planning on going back to Hawaii in January. And I'll get back to you with that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know if you'll be able to fly. (laughs) The COVID yeah, cases are rising. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like kind of like playing a day by day. Um, right now in Hawaii, they're as of October 15th, they're allowing Canadians in. Okay. So 
Yeah, I'm kind of like chatting up the hostel I used to work at. Um, like, can I come back? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens, I guess. But yeah. like, you want to move back there, or um, just I wouldn't visit? move there. Well, when I'm in Hawaii, I normally work at a hostel, so I work there for 16 hours a week, and then I get free accommodation because. Like, Hawaii is so expensive, you know, a dorm in a hostel is like 70 bucks a night. It's insane. So, yeah, I just work for free accommodation, and yeah, I'm not really making any money, but I still get to live there for free, so. And how long are you planning on staying there? Um, probably till March, and then I'll come back to Tofino and keep surfing out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love how you're, you just, like... You just don't care, like, where you go. Well, yeah, I just kind of, like, I have a huge bucket list of places I want to go to, but I don't really, like, set places in my mind, like, this time I'm going here, this time I'm going here. Just kind of, like, I'm in a place for a while, and I get tired of it. I'm like, okay, where do I go to next? <laughs> and then I look at flights, and I'm like, oh, it's cheap here. Okay, let's go here. <laughs> what do you think made you think like that? Because both of us living in Timmins... Like, I feel like we both have the same mindset a little bit, but also all our other friends are just, like, chilling in Timmins, like, living the same old life. So what do you think got you to have that, like, perception? Um, I think it's just wanting to experience as many things as I can and not really having a lot of attachment to stuff. So I think, like, in grade 10, I went with, you know, Minimel? Yeah. Yeah, so I went on my first ever trip with her. We went to Florida, and I, like, I left, and I went to Florida, and I was like, oh, my God, there's a whole other world out here, and I was so <laughs> stoked on life. Like, I was just, I got the travel bug. I was like, oh, wow, I want to see the whole world. So, like, it was always at the back of my mind, you know, applying to universities and stuff. I was like, I don't want to go to school. I just want to see the world, you know. It was always in the back of my mind. And then once you kind of, like, get out of that, you know, when you're in Timmins, almost like a one-track mind, like everybody yeah. is kind of pushing you to do the exact same thing as everybody else. But once you get out of that atmosphere, you kind of like see the bigger picture and you're like, okay, like I, if I want to go travel, I can go travel. I don't have to do what everybody else is doing. So once I got kind of in that mindset, I just kind of like let go of other people's expectations of me and just did what I wanted to do for myself and yeah, now it's just kind of going with the flow and seeing where the world takes me. And it always works out. Like, people are like, how do you have money? Like, all these questions like that. But, you know, it just works out. And what did your parents think of that? Um, I think at first, well, like, my dad's kind of like, so when are you going to get a job here? When are you coming home? <laughs> I'm like, dad, I already told you. But um, I think they're... They're more, like, accepting of it now just because I've been traveling for so long. Obviously, they still want to see me at least once a year. Um, but they think that eventually I'm going to come back home when I'm just trying to be <laughs> like, I think you're going to have to move to where I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's uh, it's hard sometimes. Like, I go home and my parents are like, don't leave. I'm like, but I need to leave. I can't stay here. <laughs> But they're really, like, encouraging of my adventures and stuff. And they kind of, like, see the world through me, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like everyone who's, um, I don't remember how you said it, but um, One Track Mine, I think. Um, mm-hmm. They just live through other people. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, yeah, which is okay what's the point too. of like, that? <laughs> well, I think that some people, like, they're they have a hard time getting out of their comfort zone so they're like they're comfortable in their routine which is fine as well because um, you don't really know what it's like to be out in the world traveling until you actually push yourself to do it right so if you're comfortable in your routine um, you're kind of staying in that same routine and you don't get the ex- the chance to experience other things um, but some people are like okay with that and I think that's we still need those kinds of people in the world too, right? We need people to live in Timmins to kind of make Timmins still be a town. If everybody was <laughs> just always traveling, it would just would not be a town anymore, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, but I'm always trying to like 
encourage people to travel as much as they can. Like, I get often people messaging me saying, like, I want to do what you're doing. I'm like, well, you can do it. Like, you just have to let go of whatever's holding you back. Which much. is a very <laughs> hard thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, but just, like, taking baby steps. Like, like, my first time traveling by myself. Where did I go? I don't remember. Um... I went to Europe for a little bit. So I lived in France. Actually, no, that was a big travel. Let's let's think of a smaller example. You can go on a two-week backpacking trip and just see how you like it from there, and then you kind of adjust your life once you go back home um, just to, like, focus your energy more on traveling instead of, like, your material things and your everyday routine. Oh, my God, I can hear the water. It sounds beautiful. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, like, Coast Guard boats passing right now, and it's making a lot of waves. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, question. Where mm-hmm. do you want to settle down? Because you've seen, like, a lot of the world. So, like, oh what's one that place? Word, like, that word scares me. It, like, hurts my ears. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't know if I'll ever really, like... I actually, I really want, like, a nice tiny home log cabin somewhere along a lake. Like, that would be, like, a dream to settle down eventually. But I think in my 20s, like, I don't see myself settling down anytime soon because there's still so much that I want to see. But if I had picked somewhere, it would definitely be Canada. I think we're so lucky to live here. Mm -hmm, Um, Probably the West Coast, I think, probably. Actually... (laughs) <laughs> this is kind of funny and you're probably gonna think wow you're really dumb for saying this but there was like a tsunami warning the other day and I actually got so freaked out I'm like I am not living here when I'm older <laughs> I'm like I don't know what to do if I if there's a tsunami I'm just gonna die like so <laughs> so it's either I get myself a private helicopter and I live here or I live somewhere more like inland in BC okay that's my answer I'm sticking with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer, though. Like, do you, like, eventually want children and, like, a marriage and stuff? Or no? Yeah, later on. But, like, not in the, the, the like, the... Near future. Yeah, yeah, near future. That's what I was looking for. I'm <laughs> like, oh, I get by my words. <laughs> Sometimes I'm, like, thinking in French. I'm like, wait, what's the word in English? <laughs> what about you? How are you liking being in Calgary? I really love it. I feel like the people mm-hmm. here are so nice. Um, just like the big city, I like don't like it that much because it takes forever to drive places. Like if mm, I want to hang out yeah. with someone, it takes me like 35 minutes to drive to their place, which is like oh, so crazy yeah. because in Timmins, you can drive from like Walmart to South Porcupine in 30 minutes, right? And I you're driving all across town. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised that you chose a big city to live in. Like, how come you chose Calgary? Okay, well, it's like my boss in Timmins, when I was working at the Alzheimer's Society, her stepdaughter Mm -hmm. lives in Calgary, and she was looking for a roommate. So it was like, yeah, my boss was just like, oh, she's looking for a roommate. Like, your contract's almost over soon. Do you want to go move to Calgary? And I was like, you know what? Sure, why not? Because... Like, it is, like, close enough to Banff, right? Like, it's only, like, an hour and a half, two hours away. So it's, like, I did want to, like, explore the mountains and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it was... It's kind of like your foot in the door, too. And then once you get to Calgary, you you make connections and meet other people. And then you kind of explore the other areas. And then you can see where you want to move to next. Mm -hmm, For sure. Um, It's always... Like, moving here, I was only planning on staying here for around a year. Just so I can, okay. like, get, like, a new perspective on things and, you know, have, like, mm-hmm. different environment and get away from, like, my friends and family for a bit, build new connections yeah. and stuff like that. So, I'm actually planning on going back to Timmins in, like, May or June and hopefully okay. buying, like, an income property so that, like... Oh, cool. Yeah, like, I can rent out apartments and stuff. And, yeah. like, my next plan is to, like, go explore the East Coast and like yeah. go see like the maritimes and stuff like that and obviously I think the east coast is so underrated like everyone yeah. comes to the west coast but I'm like there are so much to see on the <laughs> east coast too. I've never been but I'm like it's definitely on my bucket list you know <laughs> yeah for sure 
And, uh, yeah, like, I'm obviously I'm only taking it, like, one day at a time because I don't want to plan too far ahead. But I was also saving to go to Europe. Like, I have, like, a savings jar where I put, like, money every month into it. (laughs) Yeah, sweet. But obviously, like, we need to wait for COVID and, like, vaccine and stuff like that. So who knows when that happens. But while it's still COVID, I'd like to go to the East Coast. And just mm-hmm. obviously help our own country's economy and stuff like that. Yeah. So but, important. Honestly, yeah. we're so lucky to be in Canada during this time. Like, yes, it kind of sucks because we can't see the rest of the world. But there's actually so much to see in our own country that, like, I don't mind being... Well, I kind of mind. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm like, I want to travel. <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, it's like, it's, there's so much to do here that we are really, really lucky, you know. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to be stuck in, you know, a big city somewhere in this sky rise and not be able to you know be on lockdown and not be able to see anything like we still have access to a lot of for example surfing or you know going hiking and stuff so Mm -hmm, for sure yeah um i think i also told you that i wanted to buy a travel van as well yeah just like you should make one i know i want to make one but it's a cool project yeah uh my stepdad actually said that he would make one with me um, yeah. when he's like done with the house and stuff which would be so mm-hmm. cool because like you custom make it to what you want right and yeah. I wanted to like paint the outside colors like the Scooby Doo van and call it Aaron's oh, Mystery Machine yeah. <laughs> oh that is so cool yes do it please and then come visit me yeah. <laughs> that's uh, awesome I'm actually looking for someone to travel with so if you want to travel with me and go to the east coast you totally can yeah I'm um, always down I also wanted to do the United States as well and go to all the states and, like, Mm -hmm. go to, like, L.A. and, like, live in L.A. for a couple months and go to, like, Disney World and all that, that, like, filmmaking stuff. And I also wanted to go to Hawaii. But is there, like, um, boats that go from, like, the side of the states to Hawaii or no, you have to fly there? Uh, You might be able to take a cruise Okay. from, like... Cali to Hawaii? Actually, I have no idea. But I feel like there's cruises. There is definitely cruises around Hawaiian Islands, so maybe. Because I did, like, I obviously want to bring my van, right? So. Oh, yeah, that's fair. But honestly, I do not recommend living in Hawaii with a van because it's so hot. Like, I know yeah. you're like, oh, I, I like the heat. It's really nice. But you're <laughs> actually, like, every day you're like, I just want AC because it's really, really humid and hot. So I knew, like, some people that did, like, camping trips and lived in a van for a bit, and they're like, honestly, it's way too hot for it. So just a recommendation <laughs> um, for living in a van in Hawaii. It gets really, really warm. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but, no. like, flights to Hawaii from the East Coast are super uh, – the West Coast are super cheap. They're, like, 200 bucks. so. Okay. Yeah, that's not that bad. Yeah. It's on my budget list to go surfing in Hawaii, so I want to do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what island you want to go to? Oh God, there's more than one island. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't yeah, know, I can the sum them up one? for you. <laughs> I I can sum them up for you. So the big island, which is the biggest island, but it's more like um, there's a lot of like farmland and stuff like that, so it's not very touristy. Um, so that's like the last one on my bucket list for Hawaiian Islands, but at the same time, I'm sure it's super beautiful. Like, there's one girl from Iroquois Falls that's living there right now, um, and it looks really beautiful still. I mean, it's still Hawaii. And then there's Kauai, which is um, the smallest island, and that one has, like, the craziest nature, like, crazy hikes, um, really good surf. That's where Bethany Hamilton is from, so Soul Surfer. Yeah. So, um, really good surf, um, but it's also kind of an isolating island, so you really need to have a car when you're out there, or else it's really hard to get places, and um, there's not a lot of tourists, so it's more somewhere you would go if you wanted more of a quiet island. And then Maui is one that I was on, so there's kind of a mix of both. There's a lot of nature, um, there's good surf, but it's also, there's a lot of resorts, um, on the west side of the island um and then if you go on the 
other side of the island is called the Rotahana. So it's this little town where there's like, it's just a little community and there's no cell service, nothing. And you can actually drive the entire island and it's really cool. Um, and then the most popular island is Oahu. So that one has, uh, there's a lot of waves coming in. I don't know if you hear them. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Oahu has the best surf. So um, the North Shore of Oahu is where Pipe Master is, the big competition for the world final. Um, it's also where Waikiki Beach is. So it's like a, it's almost like Miami um, in Honolulu. It's like a big town. Um, you kind of feel like you're on my, in Miami. It's very touristy. Um, it's where all the like influencers are and like the pro surfers and stuff. So, but it's a really cool vibe there too. Like the surf culture is so sweet in on Oahu. So, um, yeah, I think that's where I'm going next. There's a house for ten people that we're looking at. We have a little group going on, and if uh, COVID allows us, we will be going to live on Oahu in January, which will be super fun. Oh my god. That sounds yeah. so awesome. Okay, so how about yeah. you like move to Hawaii and I'll just come visit you? <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I think I could move there and live there for half the year, but I don't know. I really like Hawaii, but it's so expensive. I would prefer living somewhere like Bali or something. Yeah, it's when are cheaper. you going there? Because you said you wanted to like start a business there, right? Yeah, so. Um, so I did my yoga teacher training in Bali and I was teaching yoga out there. Um, and then after that, I was in contact with the yoga teaching school to start retreats. So kind of like a surf and yoga retreat. Um, uh, obviously with COVID right now, everything's on hold, but it's still kind of in the plans. So just like bring people out to Bali and, um, do yoga and like kind of like a retreat style. So meditation and all that fun stuff and then go surf and go adventures. It'd be super fun. That honestly sounds so awesome. If you start that business, I will come do it right away. I will definitely let you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think it would be a really cool idea. And, like, the the founder of Parahita um, Yoga School is, like, super down for it, too, to, like, kind of start a retreat branch. So hopefully we can work together and make that happen one day after COVID. Yeah, who knows when that's going to be freaking done. (laughs) Yeah, you could actually get into Bali right now with a social visa. I just wouldn't really want to stay stuck there if anything would have happened. So yeah, for I'm sure. gonna wait. Yeah. How long uh, yeah. did you live in Bali for? Uh, two months. Okay. Did you yeah. go to like an elephant retreat? No, actually. Or you, you see a lot of those in um, in Thailand. In Thailand. In Bali, there's a lot of monkeys. Oh my god, they're evil. <laughs> <laughs> they're so evil I had an anklet and this monkey like walked up to me grabbed my anklet and ripped it off my my leg I was like are you kidding me I paid expensive for this (laughs) oh my god that's so funny (laughs) um but yeah I don't I've never seen an elephant in Bali actually I I think they're mostly like Thailand Cambodia I think maybe Vietnam I've always wanted to like um, go live in an elephant sanctuary for like a couple months and just like help out and stuff yeah yeah they're really cool um, you have to like make sure you pick an ethical one because I think there's a lot of um, like things that are set out for tourists that's kind of like animal um, abuse a little bit I guess you could call it no so, shit. yeah just be careful I remember like I was in Egypt and uh, not in Egypt <laughs> in Morocco um, and we took camels out into the desert and I actually felt so sad riding my camel because like you know that's what they're there for they just you know walk every day and then they tie up their legs at night and then after they just you know they can't move and then they do the same thing the next day and they just that's their life and I was like oh I feel so sad doing this right now like contributing to this if I would have known in advance I don't think I would have chosen that but yeah Mm. that's just me being a animal activist right now don't listen to me (laughs) (laughs) no I mean like fair like (laughs) yeah just make sure you look for like ethical things because there's a lot of things out there that are just tourist traps that um kind of neglect animals and stuff so 
Mm, yeah, for sure. Keep an eye out for that. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah, I see it a lot. Even, like, in Greece, you know, they use the donkeys to bring all the the tourists' um, gear up all the stairs, and the donkeys are, like, dying of heat. I'm like, oh, so sad. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Have you been whale watching a lot? Like, yeah, have you gone actually... Yesterday I went in a float plane and I saw some whales from the sky and it was the coolest thing. What? That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I've also seen whales when I was surfing, which is cool. You could see them out in the distance. And then I went on a whale watch tour um, where we saw some gray whales and a humpback whale. And it actually like jumped up into the air and like, oh, it was so cool. I really like whales. Yeah, I had also went when I was in uh, Victoria. And oh, sweet. Yeah, we seen... I don't remember their names. I think one humpback and one uh, killer whale. Killer really? Whale? Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Like an orca? Um, I don't remember. I think a killer whale and an orca is the same thing. Yeah, orca. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, orca. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're the same thing. It was so beautiful. I think we were on the ocean for like three hours and we had done like the um, sunset one. Mm-hmm. So the sunset was so beautiful. We seen wow. I think like six or seven whales. Oh, it was just amazing. That's it was so probably cool. I think Victoria was um my favorite part of the BC trip just because everyone yeah. there was so nice and there was Aww. like so many things to do. It, it kind of felt like um like an old fashioned town type thing. Yeah, um, it makes me think a lot of um England. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of like a style like old school not mm-hmm. old school old fashioned and um like the buildings are kind of like the same thing as england mm-hmm. and they have like the double decker red buses and stuff so it's pretty cool yeah so victoria was definitely like my favorite part of the trip yeah so cool. and whale watching too is really cool did you guys go out into the ocean in the boats and just like zoom around and you go on the big waves you go flying no we didn't do that oh uh, <laughs> it's so fun you have to come to Jafino and do that <laughs> i actually think like next summer i want to try to find some sort of job where you do either research in the inlet here um on like the marine wildlife or, um, well, in Whistler, I used to be a canoe and kayak guide, so I might get back into that. I just want to be more on the water. Like, surf and trucking is cool and all, but kind of like, I, I like, I want to do it a little bit next summer, but it kind of takes away from my own surf, so I want to just learn and be on the water and just see wildlife every day. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be an awesome job, honestly. Yeah. It's really, there's so much to learn about, like, the ocean and the wildlife here, so. Isn't it so, like, crazy how only 5% of the ocean has been discovered? Right? So cool. That's You should watch this show. It's called My Octopus Teacher. It's on Netflix. It's really good. Okay. Is it scary? (laughs) No, it's like this guy that becomes, actually, it's kind of creepy. Like, he's kind of in love with the octopus. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, But it's this guy that becomes friends with an octopus and he goes diving every single day for like I think almost a year um, and just like hangs out with this octopus and they become friends and yeah and then it talks because octopus are like really smart creatures Um, they're really cool so you can actually learn a lot about them so just go watch it it's interesting I'll watch it tonight (laughs) okay cool (laughs) Uh, I'm Um, actually applying to a job for next summer to mm-hmm. go teach in Europe so Ooh. I'd be teaching in Italy um Bolivia and Germany for like 20 wow, weeks wow that's really cool yeah and nice. like, you, like are you teaching English yeah teaching English nice and is it, it part of the TESOL program um Temple? teaching English as a second language yeah TESOL uh no but it's like no. on their website like I don't need the certificate to teach but it's okay. like it's on their website. But Okay, cool. Yeah, and it's like um an English camp. So mm-hmm. uh it's from children from seven to twelve, I think. So that's yeah. like a really good age. And then Sweet. every three weeks you go to like the new country and you stay Whoa. with like um your accommodations are free because you stay with one of the student's parents or like in his okay. home, I guess. So mm-hmm. 
<laughs> was that a crow? <laughs> uh, probably. I don't know. <laughs> All I heard was, er, er, er. <laughs> Yeah, it was probably a crow. There's like, yeah, there's crows around. It's definitely a crow. <laughs> so oh my funny. god, that was so funny. <laughs> but yeah. Um... Um, there's another program that you can also do if you want to like travel through Europe. It's called Au Pair. Um, so you're pretty much like nannying kids and you stay in the in the home for like the family's home and you nanny for I think it's like part time and then you get to live there for free and eat for free. So it's a pretty cool program. I, a couple of my friends are doing that. Um, and actually when I was in California, I just met, I think Jose talked about this on your podcast, um, couch surfing. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of people on couch surfing that were au pair students and we all went on a road trip to LA together. We went to Malibu, super fun. Um, and they're all living there for free. They're from like Argentina, um, Brazil, like different places. And they're all living in um, Cali for free. They had, like, this massive home. I was like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> so that's another thing that you can do if ever uh, Honestly, you're looking for ways to travel. Yeah, that sounds awesome, actually. I'm going to check it out after we're done this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's called Au Pair. I have a friend in Italy. Oh, where is she? She's in Spain right now um, doing Au Pair, and she loves it. And you get paid, too? Or just free accommodations? Um, I think you get paid, like, a tiny bit, but you get free accommodation and food. Okay. So you just have to go there with a little bit of savings, like, maybe, like, you know, $2,000, and just be careful, like, what you spend your money on. But, yeah, you get free food, which is, like, the biggest thing. Mm-hmm, for sure. Wow, I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of cool programs. There's also, like, I'll just give you all the information. <laughs> um, there's Woof woofing it's like you can go work in farms around the world um and then you get free accommodation just there's like you have to look at the reviews for that one because you could get into some like places where they kind of take advantage of you like i've heard some stories of people where they were working like crazy and it was like not worth the experience um there's also like a lot of cool ones that you could do where you work on farms like in hawaii or yeah so there's woof and then there's um Workaway. Workaway is another site that you can find stuff like that. That's how I found my yoga teaching job in Bali. Oh, shit. Yeah. Cool. I'm, like, going to write so. all these down after. and Yeah, all things to write down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what would you say is, like, the favorite, your favorite country that you've been to? Oh, God, that's, like, a really hard question. I think, like... I get so immersed in a culture. Like, I go and I hang out with the locals. I'm like, yeah, I could live there, here forever. Like, I, <laughs> you know, I was in Bali. I'm like, yeah, I could be a Balinese. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I get so immersed in the cultures that I appreciate every single place that I've been to. I think the same. I don't really have a favorite place, not going to lie. I think Canada probably i know you're like oh don't say that but it's just we're so lucky to live here that i think canada's my favorite i don't know <laughs> okay how about nicest um, nicest place nicest place like nice like bougie or like nature or like yeah like views views oh god um i mean hawaii's like spectacular I really love Hawaii. There's so much nature around there. Um, nicest. Uh, it's so hard. Greece <laughs> is pretty nice. Switzerland was really nice. Um, Morocco, like the desert, is beautiful. Um, one of my favorite places that I've actually traveled to is Mexico. And I didn't actually think I would like it that much. I just left on a backpacking trip by myself. And I actually had my flight to Hawaii booked already. So... I was like, oh, I'm just going to go, like, backpack around for a bit, then I'll go to Hawaii. And once I was in Mexico, I did not want to leave. I was thinking of changing my flight to Hawaii because I loved it so much. Um, yeah, I didn't really do, like, a lot of touristy things when I was there. I pretty much just hung out with locals. and Well, I did a few touristy things, but, um, yeah, just backpacking around Mexico was really cool. Damn. Do you have any, okay, do you have any tips for people who want to go 
backpacking solo, like all by themselves, especially solo? if they're women. Yeah, so you have to be careful. I mean, you never want to put yourself in dangerous situations, right? So, like when I went to Morocco, I think that was the country where I felt the least safe. Um, so I made sure to never walk around alone at night, especially as a girl. Um, in the Marrakesh, like Medina, it was, it's kind of like all these little streets and it could get kind of sketchy in my opinion. Like everybody has a different experience, right? But I thought it was a little bit sketchy. So I would just make sure to always walk like um, during the day and never at night. And just to like know where I'm going, um, kind of like have a plan where I'm going. Um, so any other tips to like travel solo is like once you get somewhere, like travel in a hostel so you can meet people and then you can travel with those people um, once you get to a place. Because I find when you book an Airbnb, you know, you could spend a lot of the trip on your own, which is fine too if, if you're in a safer country. But in a like place where it's, you would call it less safe, I would travel in hostels. Yeah, and I would never really go out at night alone. Like just stick to like, things in the day and stick to sometimes it's actually really good to go with a tour guide um like i would never really go you know drive in the atlas mountains in morocco on my own like that's just really scary to me. <laughs> um, so we went with a tour guide same thing with mexico like there's some sketchier parts where you wouldn't want to like drive down the coast by yourself you want to stay with a guide that knows how to speak the language and knows what's going on and stuff uh, yeah, just do your research before. But I know a lot of people would be like, don't go there. It's, like, scary. It's just, it's like, every place is really, you know, there's friendly people everywhere in the world, but there's also sketchy people everywhere in the world. So you just have to be careful how you travel. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, I think, well, if you listen to uh, the podcast I did with Jose, I had said that mm-hmm. I want to do, I want to go solo traveling, but like, mm-hmm. I'm low-key, like, scared. Like, especially mm-hmm. being a woman and being gay. Like, obviously, I wouldn't feel yeah. being gay in, like, countries where they're, like, really homophobic. But, I like, mm-hmm. it'd be, like, in the back of my mind, like, oh, my God, what if someone finds out and, like, I'm imprisoned or something, you know? I feel mm. like it's kind of, like... Is there any specific country that you want to travel to that, like, you're a little bit afraid to go to because of that reason? Um, I think Greece is really homophobic, aren't they? Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that actually. But but Greece okay. is like super beautiful, right? So it's like Greece is. Yeah, I honestly I would not be afraid to travel to Greece. Greece is actually a place where I felt really safe from my experience. Like I went out at night, and um, Greece is very touristy. There's tourists everywhere, so you definitely feel safer when there's people from all around the world in one mm-hmm. certain place, and you're not like the only. My biggest problem is when I'm in for example if I'm traveling in a taxi where I get in there and I'm the only white girl and everybody else is like locals and I'm just like I feel like the minority is actually it's weird like being the minority in a place where we're usually the majority you know yeah Um, so it's kind of like introspection on like how other people feel other people feel when they're in Canada you know when you go to another country you're like whoa I'm the minority here you know yeah, for sure. Um, but I wouldn't be scared to go to Greece, honestly. It's like there's a lot of tourists. Um, Another place I that place. Like, I would want to go would be Russia. But, yeah. But Russia like... scares me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like every Russian that I meet, they just always look angry, but they're, they're not. It's just how they are. <laughs> so funny um yeah russia is a place where you really have to plan it out and um go with a lot of guides and stuff you need like a you actually need to apply for a special visa to get in it's really hard to get accepted so oh really um, i have a friend that traveled to russia that if ever you want to go there um you could definitely talk to her about her experience yeah yeah i'll do that (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's always good talking to people that have already been in that place too Mm-hmm, for sure yeah, like recommendations and stuff but like russia looks like really really nice and like obviously yeah i'd want to go visit it at least once but I'd, I, yeah. I don't think i'd go alone to that one yeah so. that's a place where i'd i'd probably travel with somebody else well actually oh. <laughs> i prefer solo travel over traveling with other people so 
always keen for solo travel. <laughs> <laughs> like, why Why do you think that? Is it because, like, you've been with other people and you just, like, they were bad travel partners or what? No, not necessarily. I just, I like having the independence of just doing what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, and then if you travel with somebody else, you kind of have to, like, work together to, like, make the plans and no, I just I really like the freedom of solo traveling. I love meeting new people. I find when you travel in a group because I've traveled in groups before, you don't meet as many people because you're always like staying together. So when you travel by yourself, you know you have no choice but to go out and make friends. So um, yeah, I, think I, I definitely prefer solo traveling. I think the first place I'm gonna go solo traveling to is Ireland. Yeah, that would be a good place. Anywhere in Europe is perfect. Like, if you stay in hostels, you meet so many people. I've actually never stayed in a hostel before. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. they're so great. I love hostels. I mean, it's a little bit biased because I've worked in two hostels. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, hostels are really amazing. You meet people from all around the world in them. I'm just... You just go on the hostel world and then look at the reviews. Like, there's there's always pictures and stuff. Because I've actually stayed in two hostels where I was like, oh, my God, get me out of here. Um, and those were two hostels that I did not look at the reviews or anything. I just went. So, yeah, look at the reviews. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> okay, another question. Okay. What are your top three things on your bucket list right now that you want to do okay not necessarily like traveling but it can be like an action like go skydiving or whatever Mm, skydiving would be fun um i think okay well this year my plan was to go back to asia and just travel through all of asia and just be out there for like a year like i just wanted to go and teach yoga around the world and stuff um obviously that's not happening but so I guess that would be on my bucket list like go to Asia one big thing is would be to go to like India and Nepal and just like go into the Himalayas and do some sort of like they have like silent retreats and stuff like all sorts of different things um I don't really know what exactly I want to do there but um it'd be cool to like go visit an ashram and stuff um in India so that is definitely something on my bucket list another thing would be I want to one day get barreled on a wave, um, and I just recently started surfing like a year ago, so I need to give myself maybe like another three years for that one, but get barreled in a wave. What does that mean, barreled um, in a wave? Get barreled is when like the wave is like breaking over your head and you're inside the tube of the oh, wave. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so that's like one of my goals for surfing. Maybe I'll get there one day. Um, and then, what else do I want to list? There's a lot of things on my bucket list. <laughs> um, I have, like, a lot of things, but, like, in the near future bucket list, like, I want to learn more about, like, backcountry hiking, uh, hiking and, like, touring. Okay. So, um, just, like, learning about, like, avalanche safety and, like, do more trips in the backcountry next summer um, and, like, overnight trips and yeah, or week trips, just, like, learning more about hiking and stuff like that. Those are just, like, in the near future, but I have a lot of things on my bucket list. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Are you, like, making a lot of friends and connections um, wherever you go? I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, so, actually, I find it, like, kind of interesting. I was thinking about this the other day, and, like, all of my friends, you know, are all around the world, so I don't really have, like, it's hard, like, you know, if you're, you stay in Timmins and you have your close friends in Timmins your whole life, but then for me, it's a little bit different, where all my friends are everywhere, scattered around the world, so I have a lot of different connections, but no one's, like, close to me, so it's it's really amazing in one way, but it's also really hard in another way, because um, everywhere I go, I meet people, right, and you know, you stay together for you know, two, three months, six months sometimes, and then after they just leave again, you're like, oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> but, so it's a really cool thing, but I, at the same time, it sucks a little bit. Yeah, for sure. But you still have that one friend, right, who is uh, doing everything with you? Noe, isn't she in Tofino too right now? <laughs> yeah, I 
convinced her to move out here with me. She was supposed to go to, like, nursing program or something. Or, I don't know. She still wants to be a doctor, like, in med school. But because of COVID and everything, I'm like, just have to, you know, with me. Like, stop <laughs> studying. Just take a break. And she's like, okay. She's so happy she came out here. She's like, thank you. Imagine I would have stayed in Timmins. Like, <laughs> I'm so thankful that I came out here. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, like, push her to travel a little bit more. Um, I, When I was moving to Europe, she came out for two weeks. Um, and we traveled a bit together. And then after that, I convinced her to come out here this summer. And then she's like, I want to go to Hawaii or Bali or wherever you go. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Because how long have you guys been best friends for? So we met in third grade. So okay. our parents are friends. So she came to my house. I was eating bacon. Which is, I'm a vegetarian now. So I don't eat bacon anymore. Um, so that's when we met. And then in grade five, we were hanging out. But we weren't like best friends yet. You know, we're just hanging out. We were, we were in dance together. And our parents are friends. And then like grade seven, we're like, yeah, we're best friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> so grade seven it's been a while I don't know how long it's been I feel really old if we count that and you went to Anisette like since fourth grade mm, no fifth grade fifth grade okay okay so I yeah, remember I, I remember fifth. we were good friends in like middle school and stuff yeah I you... moved to I went I was at saint Jean before and then I moved to um like Mount Joy area, is that what it's called? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> that is where we live. Um, yeah, Mount Joy area in grade five. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. You were, were you in Madame Elaine's class? Yep. Oh, she was the best. Yes, I love her so much. Literally, so eighth grade was like my favorite school year ever. Yeah. There was like, who was in our class? Kayla. You, Danik, Val, Paco, Alex Newhook. Paco, Raff. Oh, it was so fun. <laughs> we had the best crew. <laughs> Legit. Like, oh, that was a really good year. It was. And then high school happened, and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, high school was interesting. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of good, but a lot of, like, actually, no. It's all good, because it's all, like, experiences that, make you like grow and learn a lot so and then you take it into your the rest of your life so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well that's all the time we have for today's podcast i just want to say thank you again to brit for being a part of this with me especially so last minute um i hope you guys have a good and safe day and i hope you will listen to my other episodes thank you